in today's show. We're looking ahead to Friday's games, what I'm watching for, streaming options, and of course, Mick Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you. To our friends at Maccas for always being there. I'm loving it. Thank you to you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's talk games. Let's talk Friday. We've got nine of them on. First one we're going to look at is the Warriors and the Detroit Pistons. Back-to-back for Golden State. I want to watch Jordan Poole. Um, I'm a bit worried about where his value is going to head when Clay Thompson returns. I, I'm, I'm not sure he's going to remain top 100. I want to see how he goes. He's had some moments where Kerr does not Kerr does not have full trust in him. That's what I'm trying to say. So let's hope for a big performance. While Damian Lee started out the season strong, can he keep that going at that sort of a level? Don't know. I want to see how he works in, how that means the yeah, minutes for John Kaminga and, and guys like that. While for the Pistons, uh, the flame and Galarial Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flame and Galars. The minutes are pushing up for Stewart. The production's still not quite there, but he does remain a 12-team guy. While uh, Jeremy Grant, name floated in rumors today in a Ben Simmons deal. Uh, generally, when you hear that many specifics, um, the deal is not happening. But his last two games have been pretty bad. He's up and down. I think he's going to seed high usage to Cade over the coming weeks. So let's see how he can fit in as like a second banana type of player. The Pacers and the Hornets. Demontis Sabonis. Can we get more than seven shots for him? Now, I guess seven shots is a bit unfair because he did take 10 free throws last game. So that's, you know, five, basically another five shots there. But still, the usage is um, well down from where it was last season. And that was always the worry about how a Carlisle would use him. So we can see something improving. Well, Karis Levert, can we get some shots to go in, mate, at some point? He's been frustrating. The shooting's been shocking. Um, His usage has been great, but the other numbers have been pretty bad. How do the paces look? Well, for the Hornets, I want to watch Miles Bridges, but specifically his efficiency. The field goal percentage has been down, but really the free throws have been terrible as well. Can we push those back up to where they were at the beginning of the season and all of last season? Well, Terry Rogier, just trying to get an idea of where he's fitting in the, the lineup, in the rotation, in the pecking order offensively, how it goes with him and Haywood and Oubre, and how all those minutes and shots get distributed. The Lakers and the Celtics, clash of the Titans. LeBron might be back. So how does LeBron's potential return, or his actual return if he does come back, impact someone like Taylor Horton Tucker? Tucker, not Tucker, Horton Tucker has been awesome. Really, really good. Ball in his hands, dominating. But are you going to get that opportunity with LeBron there? That is the big, big question, isn't it? As to how he looks alongside LeBron. And then Russell Westbrook. We've seen Westbrook, I think, play a little bit better the last two, three games. But again, when LeBron is out there, he does not going to have the ball. So can he be valuable enough? in those minutes when he is sharing the court with LeBron. Well, for the Celtics, we might have Jalen Brown returning. 
So if he does return, what does that mean for Dennis Schroeder, who has been playing big minutes as a starter? Um, how is his role going to look? Will they continue starting him if, say, Rob Williams is out? Start Horford, Tatum, Brown, Schroeder, and Smart? I think that's a possibility. And then Al Horford. Like, the numbers at the start of the season had zero chance of continuing. They haven't continued, but where's he going to settle in? Top 60, top 90, top 110? I want to see how he looks in this game. The um, Magic and the Nets. The Magic just beat the Knicks. Can they do it to the Nets? I don't know. But I want to see Franz Wagner. Who's continued to be really solid, but not anything blowing us away. I do think he's a 12-team league guy. I do think that he may not remain that as the season goes on, as guys like Isaac and Fultz return. But I want to see if he can you know, at least provide some big breakouts for us. While Wendell Carter Jr. had some foul trouble last game, I've been very impressed with him. He's shooting unbelievably from three. He's getting good assists. He's been really, really impressive. I want to watch him and Bamba. And how do I figure out who's going to be the big minutes guy or the main minutes guy or the starter when John Isaac returns? Well, for the Nets, the Shark, Bruce Brown. Baby Shark, He's useful as a streamer, especially with Joe Harris out. So what is his role looking like? Can he actually get into anything more than streaming for 12 teams? And same with Pat Mills. I think Mills is at least a short-term add in 12s with his ability to score and ability to shoot and will probably be starting, I would guess, in Joe Harris's spot once again. Price picks is NBA DFS made easy. It's the best NBA DFS prop operator out there. And they don't just have the superstars in their production. They've got all the guys, all the bench guys, even with a handful of minutes. And whatever prop you can think of, points, rebounds, assists, yeah, then you've got steals and blocks and threes, whatever it is, you've got it there on price picks. And when you go to make your deposit, make sure you're using our promo code NBA, and then you get a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. On price picks, you pick two to five players, you get their over-unders in whatever prop you want, Combine them together, and you can win up to 10 times your entry. It's just you versus those projections. That's it. That's as simple as it bees. It's it, simple as it bees. That's not English. As simple as it is. So it is daily fantasy, just the way it should be. Download the app or use the website. Put your lineup in. Take 60 seconds. Withdrawals are safe and fast. So go to prizepicks.com. Use that promo code NBA. Get that deposit match. Prizepicks is daily fantasy made easy. The next game. The Clippers and the Pelicans. Will we have Nick Batum back? He didn't play on um, Thursday. So whether he returns is going to be key. Eric Bledsoe is in the middle of a decent hot streak. He is a 12-team looking guy at this stage. And then Luke Kennard. Also, you know, the value for him pushing up. Is it worth him you know, being a flyer, guy? Is there enough upside in him? I, I tend to think not. But if uh, Batum is out once more, Kennard will have some value. For the Pelicans, they're pumping minutes into Josh Hart. Earlier in the year, we are getting 30-plus of Herb Jones. Herb's pushing down and getting like 23-24 while Hart's playing 36-37. It's a lot of minutes for Josh Hart. Is this a case of he gets these minutes now and then he's the one who really loses out when Zion Williamson returns? I would imagine so. Or maybe it's Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Hart is playing pretty well. I just don't really see him as a guy that you want to develop as a starter personally, but they might not think that. Well, Devontae Graham's last couple of games have been a little bit disappointing. I'd like to see a little bit more out of him. And hopefully he's able to maintain some solid value. But he is trending um, in the wrong direction at this stage. The Thunder and the Bucks. Joshy Giddy put up some good scoring against the Rockets with good shooting. But was that because it was the Rockets? Very big difference playing Houston than playing Milwaukee. So I'd like to see Giddy be more aggressive. But also have those shots go in at that rate that they did against Houston. That would be great. While the big fella, Lou Gens Dort. 
No, my son is also named Bort. Stay tuned for the daily recap show today. Lou Dort is going to be the subject of I request elaboration. Um, he's at five straight 20-plus point games, had 30 in the last game. He's doing it on some stuff that's maybe a bit unsustainable. We'll talk about that a bit later on. But watching what Dort does is going to be key. Well, for the Bucks, it was a shocking game from Grayson Allen in Chris Middleton's first game back. What his, what's his usage look like in the second game? If he's just going to be frozen out, then he does turn into a drop. Well, Drew Holiday, I still think that Drew is a little bit of a buy-low player. Um, his value hasn't got back to where it needs to get back to. So there is some value in him. So let's just cast our eyes across to him. The Bulls and the Nuggets. Alex Caruso put together two really big games in a row. I imagine he is going to um, continue to start and put up some solid numbers. And I, I believe he's a must-roster 12-team league guy. Also want to see what they do with Kobe White. Will they ramp his minutes up? Can he look decent at all? Is there any chance of him sniffing 12-team value? I don't think so. But I'd like to see something that's a positive from him. While for the Nuggets, the big stiffy, Bones Highland. Watching him is going to be key. How he's used in conjunction with Rivers and Barton and Monty Morris. Morris have been playing really well without Barton as well. So we get another opportunity to look at Highland and Morris and Barton and how that trio of guards work together. For the Raptors and the Kings, we know that the Jedi Ojan Anobi is out. We don't know whether Precious Achua will return for this game. So how they use Chris Boucher, the wiki, and Delano Banton is going to be key. If Boucher gets 24 minutes, he is a short-term ad. But I do fear that he may not get that, especially when Precious plays. While for the Kings, Chemezi Metu was a stinker, really, in the last game that he started. I still have some faith. Well, I know he's going to start. I have some faith that he can put up a better line. So we're watching that pretty closely. And then also Buddy Heald, who's had some some strong stretches of games and some also some piss poor ones. So you know, where is Buddy? Will they move Buddy into the starting lineup at all? If you have know, replacing Metu eventually? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Where is Buddy sitting and can he start to do more than just score? I don't think so. The Mavericks and the Suns. No Doncic, most likely he's listed as doubtful, so it's going to be a big Jalen Brunson game. It's probably also going to be a big Tim Hardaway Jr. game. Uh, he's been putting up some really good performances, Timmy, and he does tend to put up much better numbers when Doncic isn't there. So watching those two guards and how they work is going to be really interesting. While for the Suns, DeAndre Ayton, since he's come back from his leg injury, he's been very impressive. Good usage, good minutes, good rebound numbers, which is really, really impressive. While Chris Paul, he's been getting it done on sky-high assists and very high steal numbers. The usage, and that hasn't been there for him. Yeah, let's watch to see if there's any change in that. Can he get the shooting and the scoring going a little bit? Because I'd like to, I'd like to think that's a little bit more reliable than coming through and getting as many steals as he has been getting, which has been great, but I don't think it's especially sustainable. Thanksgiving is coming up. And with Thanksgiving, we know that means food. And it means delicious food, but often calorie and sugar. So much of it. So instead of your usual Thanksgiving dessert fare, why not try Bilt Bar? Bilt Bar is the delicious protein bar. It tastes like candy, tastes like dessert, but instead of 400 calories for a slice of pie, you're talking 130 calories for a Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. It is low in carbs, low in fat, low in sugar, but high in protein. And there's so many delicious flavors. I got an email from them today saying vanilla. Vanilla cream is the new flavor. I can't wait to get my mouth onto that one. So get yourself some Built Bars, but do it by saving 15% and using our promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. So let's go into some streamers now. Let's look at some back-to-back -back streamers for Friday and Saturday's games. These guys all play two games here. So Jeremiah Robinson Earl for the Thunder, Cody Martin for the Hornets, Terrence Ross for the Magic, Herbalife Jones for the Pelicans, Justin Holiday for the Pacers, Chumra Kiki 
for the Magic and Davion Mitchell for the Kings. These are all guys who are available and you might be able to get, or not might, you'll be able to get two games out of them for the price of one waiver acquisition. If we're just looking at Friday's games for nine category leagues, we've got the Shark, Bruce Brown, Dorian Finney-Smith, Tony Bradley, Killian Hayes, the Dr. Gary Payton, JaVale McGee, Damian Lee, Pat Mills, and Isaiah Hartenstein. And then for deeper leagues, we're looking at Bradley Lee, Jeff Green, Dwight Powell, DeAndre Bembry, Cam Johnson, Blake Griffin, Andre Iguodala, and Cody Martin. And then lastly, in points leagues, we're going for Hart, Baisley, Crowder, Metu, Bruce Brown, Monty Morris, Chris Duarte, if he returns, and JaVale McGee. That'll do it for today's What to Watch For show. Don't forget, come back for the recap of all of Thursday's action later on today. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Check out Locked On Sixes with Serena Winter. She's going to be covering those Ben Simmons trade rumors as well. You're definitely going to want to listen to that. So check that out, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.